Welcome to Confessions of a Higher Ed Social Media Manager, a podcast that addresses the do's, don'ts, and dynamics of the digital ecosystem specific to higher education. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Fowler. Join me every other week for discussions with some of the best minds in higher education social media management and marketing. Confessions of a Higher Ed Social Media Manager is a part of the Enrollify Network, a robust collection of podcasts designed to help higher education professionals like you grow. Explore our other shows at Enrollify.org or check out some of my personal favorites linked in the show notes below. Enrollify is made possible by Element 451, the leading AI-powered all-in-one student engagement platform helping institutions create meaningful, personalized, and engaging interactions with students. Learn more at element451.com. Hello, friends. Joining me today is John Stephen Stansel, freelance social media strategist, speaker, and consultant, and a well-known voice across the social media marketing space. JS, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your social media journey? Yeah. So my name is John Stephen Stansel. I am a social media strategist and consultant, as you, you so eloquently put it. Um, I've been doing it for over 10 years now, um, mostly in higher ed and government for for the, the early stages of my career, working at Texas State University, the University of Central Arkansas, the Texas Department of Transportation. After that, there's really nothing you can say to me that will hurt my feelings on social media. And um, <laughs> during COVID, I left higher ed to pursue a career in uh, the entertainment industry. So I've been, for the past three years now, I've been working on entertainment properties like uh, Invincible for uh, Amazon Prime Video. Um, I worked on uh, the Avatar franchise um, with the, the release of The Way of Water and um, other things like Lord. I worked on the Amazon Lord of the Rings series uh, as well uh, alongside uh, some partners at Chaotic Good Studios. So it's been uh, an amazing journey and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to, I'm, I almost have to pinch myself every day uh, that I get to do this for a living. Yeah, some awesome brands. I'm sure it's very, very exciting work. Um, so you often include in your social media bios that, uh, that I'll quote, I say things louder for people in the back. Can you tell us why that is so important for you? Yeah, I started including it in my bio just because I would get that reply anytime I would put some sort of hot take <laughs> about our career and the, the industry about being a social media manager. And it occurred to me that I very much am in a position of privilege and not just because I'm just straight cisgender white dude, but because I'm at a point in my career where if you don't agree with my takes or or what I have to say about social media, I'm still going to have a job. There's still plenty of people that want to work with me. Uh, And if you don't agree with me, we're probably not going to work well together anyway. Uh, so I'm in a fortunate position where I can speak the truth about being a social media manager for a lot of social media managers who are just starting out or in positions where they can't really talk about it. Uh, a lot of us as social media managers are isolated. We're teams of one. So we Mm. wonder if like some of the difficulties that we're having are, are just us. So I would, you know, it occurred to me, I probably can use this privilege that I have to say some of the things that aren't being said without 
fearing repercussions too badly. Like I, I do tamper yeah. it down. There are certain things that I, I won't won't do, but I I can um I, I can I can talk a little bit more openly about the struggles of social media managers. Um and I, yeah. I try to try to do that for those who need to hear it. And there are plenty of them. Yes. It is very well received and has resonated uh, you know, with wide audiences, I would say. Um, and it is appreciated. Um, so you know, knowing that and having been in higher ed um, social media for several years and having pivoted out, um, tell us five things you think every supervisor or leadership team should know about being a social media manager for a university. Just Still five. The There's so many. Yeah. yeah let me drop <laughs> some stuff. Yeah. Now that I'm not in higher ed, I can kind of take an outsider's look at higher ed. And I think there's a lot of important things that, that need to be said. Um, mostly, you know, I would say number one, the, the thing that a higher ed marketing, you know, director or VP, somebody who's overseeing a social media manager needs to know that higher ed is one of the most difficult industries to run social for and one of the lowest paid. Mm -hmm. um, running social for a university there's really nothing else to compare it to. It's like maybe like running social for an entire city. You know, you've got mm. housing, you've got transportation, you've got crisis management, you've got all of these things going on and you have one person navigating that and kind of playing air traffic controller for like what messages go out, what's, you know, important today. Um, so it's a really difficult industry and you can't really put a dollar value on it. You can't quantify mm -hmm. it. You can't say we got this many students because of our efforts on Instagram. Uh, no one decides to go to a university based on a tweet, right? But at least not anybody you want that come to come to your university likely. <laughs> um, or, you know, somebody doesn't make a $100,000 donation because they saw a LinkedIn post. It mm -hmm. is you know, a, a, a huge effort and not, it's not any one thing. So it's hard to kind of point to. It's the body of work. It's just not one singular post, but it's a very large body of work. Exactly. And it's a combination of other things too. Like, sure, maybe your social media manager can get somebody to sign up and come to a campus tour, but if the tour guide does a bad job, you know, that that's all mm -hmm. for not. Um, and then the pay is just, compared to other industries is incredibly low. And I think we, you know, that's not something higher ed supervisors can always help with, you know, they, it's, a lot of times the salary is out of their hands. Uh, I know I've, I've had bosses in higher ed who are like, I want to pay you more. I just cannot mm -hmm. like, you know, well, maybe um, it's time, you know, maybe it's time to really revisit those job descriptions and those job classifications. And, you know, rework them and 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 have them start at a higher pay. So, so my guess is, once you left higher ed, you just you gave yourself a raise. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to get too much into it, but like I, I basically tripled what I was making in the first year. Oh my gosh! And that's not doesn't okay. mean I'm making a, a, a just like running away like money bags. I just wasn't making. But, but that's much huge. At all. Yeah, you that's know? huge. Um, so. so and I think that's an a thing eye opener. Higher, yeah, higher ed supervisors need to to understand is like if your social media manager is getting burnt out, it might not. It, not only could they be working, 
making a little bit less, they could be making a lot more. I, 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 I worked a, a television show that ha- aired a Super Bowl commercial, and it was less stress than running social for a commencement <laughs> ceremony. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, that is very telling. That is very telling. So, okay. you know, it's just, you know, I hate to quote Henry Kissinger, but this is a great quotation. He said, you know, the reason why, you know, university politics are so intense is because the stakes are so low. <laughs> Like, you know, and <laughs> yes, yes. I, I think sometimes higher ed has a tendency to take itself a little too seriously, um, mm-hmm. which we should take ourselves seriously. It is a serious thing, but, you know, it's not life or death a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we need to, to consider that when we're talking about pay, like we need to be paying our social media managers more because they're just going to, it's going to cost you more in the long run to train a new social media manager every two years. If you're hiring somebody fresh out of college, it's their first job, you can pay them under 40 grand a year, but they're going to move on quick. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and, and, and they're going to take that talent with them once they, and all that knowledge, like how long does it take? Like your university social media manager doesn't just know social media. They know the university, like the back of their hand. And when you lose one, it's hard to get that voice back. It's hard to get those connections back. Um, so I, I do think we need to fight for for higher salaries for social media managers and higher ed for sure. Oak, I love that. We are starting off hot. Okay, so Bring what it in hot. is? Yes, yes. What is number two? Let's. Let, we're, well, we're talking about money. Your social media manager okay. doesn't only need a, a better salary; they need a budget. And this means time as well as money. They need budgets for the equipment that they need, which is is fairly low. They need a good laptop. They need a, a good camera. They need, you know, uh, maybe a microphone or two. But I think what a lot of universities neglect in their social media budgets is budgeting for professional development. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is an ever-changing field, and your social media manager needs to work to stay current constantly. I don't think one conference a year is enough. And and I, I know most people are lucky to get one conference a year. It's true. Uh, mm-hmm. yours, and, and that shouldn't be dangled like a carrot over your – so that should be expected. You should be in your social media manager's office saying, what conferences do you want to go to this year? You're going to at least one. <laughs> like it should be mandatory rather than like mm-hmm. a, a reward for, you know, good work or you get one every other year. And conferences aren't the only way to go. Like there are, you know, you can do virtual conferences, which are a lot more cost effective now. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you can, there are courses that you can get. There are wonderful books on organic social media out there. Oh, yes, uh, thank you. One of whom you. written by the host of the show that I would say oh. your social media manager shouldn't have to pay for themselves. You should probably yeah. buy them a copy of that book. Like, I agree. They I shouldn't, agree. Because the salaries are so low, they probably shouldn't pay out of pocket for those things. It also includes platforms to help social media managers do their job, listening and monitoring tools, I think, because those are not cheap, but helpful to the entire university, I, in my opinion. Exactly. And resources as in teams, right? A social media manager mm-hmm. should have a team. <laughs> and so um, I think that all that should all be included in resources. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I mentioned time, like Yes. Your social media manager needs time to plan. They need time to do that that uh, professional development. You need to like set aside time for them of like, okay, I know you've got a lot coming in right now, but you're going to need some planning time. This is set aside. Don't come to this meeting. Go plan. 
your thing. Yeah. Uh, I, or I, I love it. You, you know, you never know when you're going to be sidetracked by a crisis and like you don't have time to plan for something. So uh, giving them both money and time. You know, that was one of the most eye opening things when I went into entertainment, which budgets are very different. Um, but one of the most eye opening things when I went into entertainment was I was asked to build a social strategy for a television series. And I was still in the higher ed mindset. And what I did was, you know, I thought of all these ways like, okay, well, we can save money here by duplicating this and repurposing this and blah, blah, blah. And my boss just stops me like half, like not even halfway through the presentation. And it's just like, the client has, is a major studio. They have more money than God. <laughs> Don't worry. They're not worried about saving money. And and the, she said like, and this sticks with me, but I, I, I understand higher ed doesn't have that sort of budget, but this stuck with me. She was like, yeah. if it's too much, we can always scale back. But if we don't show them what we are capable of, they will never let us do that, uh, no matter how much it costs. And I think regardless of budget, I think higher ed social media managers need to share, this is what I am capable of, given mm. money. <laughs> and sometimes people will say, yes, they don't know you're capable of that. And they're like, oh, you could do that? Sure. Just you know, open up the wallet. Other time, most of the time, they'll probably say, well, let's scale it, but they'll find something they don't know what you're capable of until you show them all you can do. So I think higher ed managers, I think we self-censor a little too much. We're afraid to ask for things. We, we've seen the, we know budgets are tight, but like, mm -hmm. be bold, like mm -hmm. go out there and show this, this, this is my, this is my, you know, million dollar budget plan. Here, here's my real, you know, uh, what, what yeah. can we realistically do for it? You just never know what you're going to get. I I love it. I love it. That's a that's a, such a great point. What's number three? Your social media manager needs to know you have their back. And I, this one is so important yes. because social media managers have one of the few jobs on campus, or anywhere for that matter, where everyone from the intern in the mailroom to the president and board of trustees see their work and have a opinion on if it's good or mm. bad. And they will mm -hmm. let you know. Um which is a lot of pressure for one person. Imagine if like every email you sent out throughout the day was scrutinized publicly for typos and, and factual errors. <laughs> like mm -hmm, you would go, mm -hmm. you would, you'd burn out so quick. You'd be under so much pressure, but that's what we expect so of true. social media managers. So they need to know that they have a boss that has their back no matter what, especially during crisis comms. Um, mm -hmm. that if they post something and some professor gets it in their head that they don't like this and they want to go, you know, I, I love faculty, but sometimes they can be divas and, um, <laughs> just you know think? that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, so the social media has somebody has their back. Give us an example, you know, please. Like, what does that yeah. look like when, uh, well, yeah. I mean, one time during crisis comms, yeah, I won't, and, and this was at a long ago, if, if you do the research in my career, you probably figure out what university it happened at, but like <laughs> there, there was a crisis and I got permission to, to reply and I got it from my, my boss who was the director of marketing. He got permission from, you know, his VP boss and another VP boss ran mm -hmm. the language mm -hmm. through them, got approvals in writing, but the one VP we didn't ask didn't like it and really almost wanted my head on a spike for something that was pretty tame. Um, and wow. my boss was just like, I have your back. Like you, we, nice. you did everything right. You got the approvals. This is not on you. You know, we're, we're, we're going to make sure, you know, and kind of shielded me from that. 
And I think your your social media manager needs that because even mm-hmm. even through their best efforts and due diligence, you never know what's going to upset somebody or somebody's going to think, oh, why aren't we doing it this way? Um, your social media manager needs to know that like you're in their corner. You're the expert and you're trusted. If no one else on campus trusts you, at least it's your boss. Hello, friends. It's Jenny Lee Fowler. Exciting news, I'll be at the Engage Summit in Raleigh on June 25th and 26th, and I'd love to meet you there. Hosted by Element 451, the Engage Summit is where AI meets higher education. Sessions will focus on cutting-edge AI applications that are reshaping student outreach, enhancing staff productivity, and offering deep insights into ROI. This isn't your typical conference. It's a strategic summit where you'll learn from the best about leveraging AI and digital strategies in higher ed marketing. Imagine two days filled with hands-on sessions, real success stories, and the chance to network with top minds in the field. You'll leave with practical, transformative takeaways as you learn how AI fosters a more personalized, efficient approach from recruitment to student success. Oh, and the best part? The Engage Summit is incredibly affordable. Tickets are just $150 per person, but it gets better. Use the discount code ENROLLIFY50 at checkout, and you can register for just $99. This early bird pricing lasts until March 31st. So join me and many of my fellow Enrollify Network creators at the Engage Summit this coming June. Learn more and register at engage.element451.com. We can't wait to see you there. Yeah, it's so true and it's so important because if you think about it, especially on campuses, social media managers are often entry-level positions. They're not senior-level positions. So it's important for these people to feel like they are supported and you know they are part of a team, even if it's you and your supervisor, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And and the, like like you said, it there's so much pressure that the job has. Like you can get in trouble for something you don't post. <laughs> like why yeah. didn't we post about this? You know, and it's yeah. like, well, okay, I don't know everything. There's a lot going on. And you know, I'm glad you mentioned like that they're entry level employees. Like, honestly, I don't think it should be an entry level position. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. it's too valuable. You're speaking on behalf of the university. You've got the keys to a very expensive car. <laughs> like you, you and now I, I that is not to say there isn't room for entry level employees in social media management. I think there should be like social media assistants that work mm-hmm. under that gives those entry level employees like mm-hmm. that time to learn to work alongside a social media manager and work their way up and get their their, their feet wet. Uh, and that I, can also be through internships and whatever, but it needs to be more than an entry level position because you're you're asking a lot of one person. There's a lot of nuance in decision making, and um, you know, it it takes experience to not be reactive. I think, and so I hear you. I think all, great points. Are we at number four? Uh, we're number four, which is your social media manager needs to be empowered to say no. And it goes back to what you're saying about these being entry-level positions and people maybe not wanting to say no because they're like, well, I'm new. I don't know. Uh, You know, I've only been doing this for a little while. But your social media manager needs that authority. They need to be able to say no to the president. 
Like, maybe not that far. Yeah, yeah, they need to be able to say no. There, there are a few times when I've been like, or at least make know, a, a recommendation. Right. Like, right? Oh, are you sure yeah. about that? Like, yes, yeah. Um, without that reaper feeling like they're going to be retaliated against, mm-hmm. you, you should always be able to offer like, with no, there should be like, no, and here's why, or no, and but here we can do this instead, but. Your social media manager needs to be able to say, like, no, this piece of content is not right for our audience. Or go into a dean's office and say, hey, look, your department doesn't need its need a TikTok account. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have that. <laughs> um, and and <laughs> yeah. so many of us don't have that authority because they're going to do it anyway. I, I'm a big believer of centralized social media for campuses. Like, every account needs to go through an approval process before it's created. Um, Mm. it's just, everyone has the potential to be a liability. We get so many that just are not necessary or could be more effective to like combine and your social media manager needs to be the person to be able to go, Hey, you you don't need that. Let's not. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do, especially if you're an entry level employee, if it's your first couple of years on campus, Mm -hmm. there's a hierarchy, like, and and we use the name, the, the title social media manager a lot. I don't think I've ever had the title social media manager. I was, I think I was like digital media <laughs> specialist. Uh, I was a coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. Um, I, and then like straight to like director when I left mm-hmm. social media, I left higher ed, I got a director <laughs> title. It, it kind of, maybe it comes back to like rethinking the job description. And it's like, maybe mm-hmm. this isn't a coordinator or specialist level position. This is something mm-hmm. higher that we need to pay more for and move up the org chart. You know, it made me think of when you were um, saying this shouldn't be an entry level position. I think that, you know, things like saying no and these judgment calls, they do come with more experience and years. Um, so I think this all kind of ties in together and and affirms again that this you know this it takes experience to do social media and to be a social media manager. I think from 2016 on, higher ed for me was nothing but crisis comms. It was just mm-hmm. back to back crisis after crisis, from you know protest on campus to floods and tornadoes, creepy clowns. Uh, if you remember that happening. There creepy were like people clowns. Dressing, yeah, people dre- were like, like sh- around 2016, people were dressing up like creepy clowns and standing outside schools and stuff like that. Oh. We had one of those uh, oh. going on. And like, and, uh, but, and then COVID, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. do you really want an entry level employee? No, yeah. no offense to, to those out there that are doing a great job, but like running those crisis comms with that you know, level, you need somebody with a little bit more experience who's, you know, done it. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I've started to say, you know, unprecedented is the norm and I hate it, (laughs) but, but I think that it is the new norm. I don't, you know, I've been waiting to go back to normal, but I don't even know what normal is anymore. I I think, I think it, you know, what we're experiencing is the new normal, you know? Exactly. So last but not least, number five, what is number five on your list? Posting does not equal productivity. Do not judge a social media manager by the amount of content that they are putting out. Don't ever go into your social media manager's office and go, why haven't we posted today? Just because your social media manager isn't like shipping content 
every hour doesn't mean they aren't doing their job and that they aren't incredibly skilled and being very productive at it. They need time to plan. Sometimes the best thing you can say on social media is nothing. <laughs> um, I also think an important thing to remember is like sometimes the mo biggest important, the most important call a social media manager can make is saying, hey, let's not post that. So true. They have their finger on the pulse. They know what the conversation they're constantly reading the room. So sometimes, and, and sometimes there's just not news to post. You don't want to alienate your audience by constantly throwing stuff out at them when you, you're just putting filler content to meet some imaginary quota because your boss thinks you need to post six times a day. And I think that happens too. I think a lot of people who don't understand social media and who work in higher ed, who are in higher positions, mm -hmm. look at that social account and they're like, well, there aren't any posts today. Why are we paying this person 40 grand a year, which is nothing <laughs> to not post? Right. Well, yeah. okay, there's a lot that goes on that you're not seeing. There's a lot of research, there's preparation. Uh, even you know when some somebody comes up to you and says, hey, can you make this post really real quick? That's 30 minutes minimum. Yeah. Like even if you give me all of the assets and copy, I'm going to need approvals. I need to, you know, run quality control checks. I need to make sure those images are the right size. I need to make sure we have alt text for accessibility. So the most, even the, the, the simplest, easiest ask of a social media manager is 30 minutes of their time. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I always tell people like, there's nothing quick about social media, not when you want to do it well. Right. Mm -hmm. um, when you say real quick, I'm mean, like, there's no real quick. And, no. and I really, I really love that point. Sometimes the most important decisions we make in a day is not what makes the feed, but what doesn't make the feed. Exactly. And, and then when we talk about speed, it doesn't matter. Speed does not matter. I, I've worked in like high pressure, you know, things that, okay, this needs to go out. And like, you know what? Nobody's going to remember if this went out at 1201 or 1202. But they will remember if it went out with a typo and we had to take it down. So I'd rather take that extra minute and proofread things rather than, than ship out a poor product. Absolutely. I think it should be done well over being done fast. Do you feel like we hit all of the most important things? Is I, I there something so. you'd like to um, add? I okay. think that that, that covers it. I mean, I could go on all day. Uh, <laughs> I, I think maybe like just sitting down candidly with your social media manager and being like, hey, what do I need to know? And, and, and I, I mentioned, it's you know, professional development for social media managers. If you oversee one, go to a social media conference. Mm. Go go to High Ed Web and go to sit in some social media sessions and hear what social media have to say. I, I always worry when I go speak at conferences, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. It's just a lot of nodding heads mm. and social media managers going, yep, mm -hmm. yep. It's like, <laughs> I want to talk to your boss. I want your yeah. boss to hear what I'm saying. Go to those conferences too. I think it's important. Don't go and just hear, don't go to just like, I love case, but like, don't, don't go to like case and just hear VPs talking about what they're, because they're not the ones running it, right? right. Oh, Such a good oh, point. You know, the, the VP of advancement talking about, oh, how we raised a million dollars through social. Well, your VP of advancement probably owes a lot to their social media manager and will probably tell you a different story. So get it from them, right? Yeah. No offense That's, to the VPs, but. Nope. Such a great point. Such a great point. Um, okay. So since you are on confessions of a higher ed social media manager, JS, what is your confession? This is a tough question because I'm pretty much an open book. If you follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn, like I don't Fair. really hold back and I will say what, what I'm thinking. But man, what I'm thinking about lately 
I will confess, and I'll probably make some folks angry, especially some social media managers. I'm kind of changing my tune and feeling about memes right now. I think they're getting a little overdone if for at all industries. I love a good meme. I've made a lot of them. I, I still do a lot on like some of the accounts I work on, but I feel like we are starting to do it for fear of missing out rather than at actually being effective. Um, we're recording this a few days after Taylor Swift announced that she's got a new album out and so many brands like rushed to like Photoshop their product or their mascot into that. And if you did great, maybe it, it worked for you, you know, but I feel like so many, and I would have been all over that like five or six years ago. Um, but now it feels like, well, it doesn't really connect to your brand. Why are you doing this? This is, you know, and I think Gen Z is honestly getting a little tired of it too mm. they're starting to call it out like mm -hmm. it used to be when a brand or a university posted a meme or something that it was out of character it was surprising that's why it was so effective now it's just like oh you know I, the minute that that, that 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 taylor mentioned that you know you saw that album cover i'm like everybody's gonna be photoshopping their, mm. their brand like i knew it like right off the bat mm -hmm. um but like if you are I don't know. Like if she released an album called Bears and you're the Bears, go by all means, <laughs> go go for it. Yeah, that is your day. Like let's go. Yeah. Uh if you have a particularly sad poetry department <laughs> that's famous for that. <laughs> yeah. Go go for it. Yeah. But it, it's it's an obvious fit, right? Right. It, uh, it, but it, when you're trying to force it or you know, I, I see so many conversations in social media management groups, and I I, I understand you're, you're you're hurting for content. Like, how are we going to use the? How is everybody using this meme? Like, maybe we don't. Maybe we try something else. So I'm 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 starting to kind of feel like okay, it's time for us to to think of new ways to be engaging and and, and be different. So I I know this is probably gonna upset a lot of folks, but no, that <laughs> is a spicy take. No, I I love it. I love it, and I my feeling on memes is like it has to be so good you cannot not post it. Like okay. it has to just work. So I'm still for them, but like I think we need to be a little bit more you know, discerning about which ones we use rather than try and jump on all of them. I agree with you. I think it needs to be a natural fit instead of having to force it. But that is a spicy take. And thank you so much for sharing it on my podcast. I love it. Um, JS, I always learn from you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Confessions of a Higher Ed Social Media Manager is part of the Enrollify Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like other Enrollify shows too. Our podcast network is growing by the month and we've got a plethora of marketing, enrollment, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks, all designed to empower you to be a better higher ed professional. Our shows help higher ed marketers and admissions professionals find their next big idea and feature a selection of the industry's best as your hosts. Learn from Jamie Hunt, Allison Tercio, Mallory Wilsey, and so many others of your favorite leaders in higher ed. Enrollify is made possible by Element 451, the leading AI-powered all-in-one student engagement platform, helping institutions create meaningful, personalized, and engaging interactions with students. Learn more at element451.com. Hello friends, it's Jenny Lee Fowler, the host and author of Organic Social Media, How to Build Flourishing Online Communities. 
I help social media managers and community leaders take a strategic approach to social media marketing and how to build an organic community of followers. As an Enrollify lister, you get 25% off on a print or electronic version of organic social media by using the exclusive promo code Enrollify25. This code is only available when you order directly from the publisher, and shipping is always free in the U.S. and the U.K. So to order your copy of Organic Social Media, head on over to the publisher's website, the wonderful folks at KoganPage.com. That's Kogan, K-O-G-A-N, page, P-A-G-E, one word, dot com, and use discount code Enrollify25. Thank you so much for your support, and thanks for listening.